0: To the Mad Men recap, We're coming to you high atop the Brooklyn Studios here in beautiful Brooklyn, New York. My name is Paul. I'll be your host. We have uh, also our co-host out there in Columbus, Ohio, ladies and gentlemen. Doctor John, how are you? Hello, I'm doing well. <laughs> I love you. I, I love your hellos. They're, they're just they're they're lovely. John, the off season has been hard. It's been tough, not a lot uh not a lot mad men. Not a, not a lot mad menning. Uh tough time at the Emmys and the Golden Globes. Yep. Did did uh did did we win nothing? And I'm I'm not just talking about our show by the way. <laughs> uh, oh good. Mm-hmm. Um no, I didn't I didn't see anything. You didn't okay. Well, do they hand out awards after the show that you may not be privy to? Oh sure, they do all kinds of, you know. Oh Hair and makeup
1: and sound and that kind of thing.
0: Oh, really? Yep. So Nothing you saw. I I was a little disappointed. Actually, have uh, they even had the Emmys? Maybe it was just the Golden Globes. Uh, I I don't pay attention, John. I did I did see the Golden Globes. Um, but anywho, uh, we're doing another episode, everybody. I know the energy level seems a little down, but don't worry, we'll bring it right back up for you. We are in Season 3. That's right. This, as you know, being the off-season, is our catch-up time. Uh, We're Season 3, Episode 2, John. Love Among the Ruins. It's a good one. It is a good one. I watched it several times in preparing for this episode. If you can't tell, ladies and gentlemen, I'm extremely prepared. Out there in listener land, I'm sure my confidence is coming right through the microphone and slapping you in the face with enjoyment.
1: Outside of being prepared, did you
0: garner any wisdom? I did, John. I learned three things. Would you like to hear any of them? Yes. <laughs> Number one, John. Here we go. Number one. Uh, and this is true, and I'm pretty sure this is going to be shared by us all. And Margaret's singing literally makes me want to kill myself.
1: Oh, yeah. I a
0: couple times during the episode, John, and I had a knife to my wrist and my neck. Oh, how? How, how I got can two? you d- <laughs> Right, that seems tricky. What you do is you've got the knife to your wrist, right? Right. So that's your right hand. Yeah. And then you pull that up to your neck, and you've got another knife in, in, in your left hand.
1: Oh, so it's two knives. It's yeah, not... and
0: what, what happens is it's so difficult to do. It's so difficult to accomplish that you just end up canceling it out, and, 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 and you're fine.
1: And listening to Anne margaret And ah. listening
0: to Ann-Margaret. Uh, what's that, John? Did you say something? No, no, number two. Oh, okay. I can't hear you over William's bullshit. That's right, John. I don't know if you uh, noticed, but in this episode, Betty's brother William comes over to be a uh, a douche. Yeah, he he
1: definitely would be. He wouldn't. I don't think he's a cover guy. He would be one of those insert guys
0: on the next magazine issue. What? He's a he's a bit of a he's a bit of a worm wormy figure. Uh, he he looks as if he's twelve. Uh, supposedly he has children And his wife is altogether lovely by the way I don't know if you noticed that uh, She seems a little flaky And uh, number three John Hey how old is that globe? I don't care That's right John there was a little uh, little face off In the uh, in the den between D- uh, Don and Willie They should really just call him like Little Willie Or uh, or uh, little, little Willie wet blanket That'd be good Peewee Peewee Willie Pee-wee.
1: And we'll I guess we'll have to wait and see who wins that face off, like there's some doubt.
0: Pee-wee. Oh wait. Our...
1: mythical. Let's get John, it started.
0: Let's get it started. Uh you would you like to start us off?
1: I, I wish I couldn't. Um this was just like you uh-huh. said, so painful.
0: I'd like to I'd like to point out this broke both my iPhone and my television. <laughs>
1: So, so, and it's 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 actually a nice intro. It's a kind of a teaser intro because it starts with just the screen of Anne Margaret singing "Bye Bye Birdie" in a just a shrill, high pitched, harsh kind of, tone, kind of
0: banshee banshee type yeah.
1: scream. And you know, I, I, what I found remarkable because we we quickly pull out and we see that this is being shown on a film reel in the meeting room at Sterling Cooper with uh, uh, Crane, Ken. We got. Uh, uh, Peggy and um, our friend Sal so they're all watching this movie and they're going to be discussing a possible client here in a second but uh, I found this amazing because we're in 1963 right now okay. and the movie was released in 1963 Oh, so So I think that would be remarkable that they could get the actual I don't know maybe things aren't that like they are now back then But
0: from what I hear John the movie yeah. studios now yeah. have their heads so far up their asses there's yeah. no way but I think at this time, maybe their heads were just near their asses.
1: Close to it. I mean, not, not that close to it. They were smart enough to cast the incomparable Dick Van Dyke along Anne Margaret, thank which you, is sir. why this was such a huge hit. Indeed. Um, you know, and it was uh, it, it based on the 1960s musical of the same name, and it's set in 1958. So kind of a modern piece. Yeah. Um, and, and we find out, so they, they stop the thing, thank goodness. And, and we find out that what's going on is that the company Pepsi yes. is coming out with their very own diet drink. What's it called, John? It's it's called Patio. That makes sense, right? Yeah, everybody wants a soft drink that sounds like a floor.
0: Okay, don't no. This is true,
1: but uh, and and this is this is also uh, historically accurate. Pepsi introduced Patio in 1963, and you know, once it was successful in sales. Uh, listened to somebody like Don and quickly changed the name to Diet Pepsi in oh, 1964. Weird. So it only lasted the one year, not even a full year. But Ca- but Cosgrove, who's running the meeting, is pretty excited because he's like, look, if we can
0: get patio, then we actually have a foot in with Pepsi. Favorite line, uh, it's for a women's reduction.
1: Who says that?
0: Uh, I believe it's, uh, it's uh, Kenny Cosgrove. I, nice. I just, I, it seems like a roundabout way to say uh, weight loss.
1: And, you know, the the wet blanket on this whole thing is Peggy. Sure. And she's saying, you know, this maybe isn't the way to go. And I think, I don't know about you, I think Ken's in the right here just because it's what they said they wanted. You know, I think his point was very valid. Like, let's give them what they wanted first. And then you can start saying, well, how about this, this, and this?
0: Yeah, but I got to be honest with you. Uh, It's a little bit of foreshadowing because, you know, it doesn't work. There's no thought behind it. Uh, the client is not an advertiser. Right. It's the, it's the, I mean, that's why you hire uh, a firm to do this kind of stuff for you to not only do the work, but to give you their opinion, their professional opinion. Right. And so the client is smart to listen to them. And so it would have been great if Ken could have came back and said, well, listen, you know, we talked to, we talked to our creative and they have a few concerns. Would you like to hear them? Okay. I, because that could have, that that could have, that could have defused, you know, Sure, the whole situation that that we find out later in the episode, or actually next episode. Oh,
1: I think that's a great point because it's not like he would have had to say no. He could have just said these are the concerns, and if they if they say, "Well, we'd like to go our way," then I think. Well,
0: and that's and that's really Ken's job. Ken's job is to do exactly that. I see. Okay. To take to say lightly and carefully, without upsetting the client. Say, "Hey, uh, we have a few other ideas," or. It could have been uh, Don and Peggy's backup plan to work in a parallel path and say, okay, we'll go ahead and do the bye-bye birdie thing, but we'll also do this other idea. So when the bye-bye birdie falls apart, we have this other plan. But Right. But when she shows the video to Don, he's all, he's all for it. He, you know, he's not, it, it, It's kind of great because they make Don out to be this genius, but several times we've seen him make a mistake. And it's it's never like a, a a catastrophe blunder, right? But he does make he does make these kind of um, uh, almost uh, out of touch mistakes. Yeah. Anyway,
1: and that, who knows? That might be where they're taking Don. You know, from you know, top of the world to you know he'll still be trying to sell the uh, the uh, uh, oh I'm blanking oh, on the no. word. Blanking the yes, word, the, uh, the nostalgia, oh, yeah. the nostalgia, nostalgia. Thing, you know, in another year and a half. Uh, um, but uh, but yeah. So so and Don hasn't seen it to this point. So it's just the room. Uh, Peggy voices her concern, and it's just blown off by uh, Bucktooth. Ken there and Crane, always the sensitive one, goes, "You're
0: not fat anymore." Like, like, He's brilliant. He's brilliant. He has a way with the words, John, and a way with the ladies. Uh, can we move out of this part, a portion of the uh, first three minutes? Oh, you want to? <laughs> I want to move on. Uh, sure. We, th- we then find ourselves at the Draper household with uh, Betty Monster, pretty much just hating on her children.
1: Yeah, born and unborn.
0: Which I thought was brilliant. Uh, she's out of uh, some little diet toast. Did John, did, did did you look up what what product they were out of?
1: <laughs> no, that one failed to cross the that research one, floor. That,
0: that didn't hit the radar? No. She's out of some kind of like breakfast toasty, uh, like graham cracker thing. And Don goes, geez, that kid's going to weigh a pound when he comes out. Eat something. Uh, the, whole, the whole time they're kind of doing like the morning routine. The kids are kind of fussing with the stove. And everything they do, Betty is like, pick that up. Get away from there. I hate you. Kill yourselves. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah. So she's being mommy. She is being mommy. And apparently, John, they're doing some redecorating.
1: Well, they're getting ready for the the new baby room.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. The the, the girl. The, the girl that's coming. Not the boy warlock that we find out it is. Oh, oh right, right. Because, <laughs> you know, she keeps saying this whole time, it's going to be a girl. Right. She's going to be awesome. Right. So So much better than Sally. Not nearly as fat. Right. Or lesbian. Or uh, or lesbianic. Um, so, but yeah. Apparently, she can't go out and search for things herself. She's got photos. down's like you're killing me. Here are these. These are three bucks a photo in today's money. That's a hundred dollars of a photograph. Oh, you calculated what? that? Yeah, I, I calculated that. <laughs> that's actually. I'm sorry, I missed it. That's a thousand. I looked. I, I saw that wrong. That's a thousand dollars a photograph in in today's money. All right. Well, let's
1: let's get back to the office and our friend Castro or Kinsey and, uh, Hilarious. and and Pete <laughs> and P Campbell are meeting with the men that are planning to tear down Penn Station to oh. build the new Madison Square Garden, which I believe is the current Madison Square Garden. Is that yep. right? Yep, it's still there. It's still yeah. ugly. Still. Oh, is it not a beautiful
0: beacon of architectural genius? Uh, the the new city on a hill, as they say. Yeah, no, John, it is not. It is, it, is, it is kind of like a uh, architectural robot took a dump on the west side, and by <laughs> dump I mean shit, and by shit <laughs> I mean poo. Uh, well, and, 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 like, and so
1: apparently you're you're in the same. You and you and Kenzie share the same beard. In that. Well, uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know it's funny. I've been struggling with this whole thing lately because, you know, that are partly everybody in this situation is part is, is partly right. Okay. You've got Kinsey, who, uh, you know, the old, the old Penn Station is beautiful, uh, is huge, it's architecturally um, gorgeous. We've had and, some you uh, know, Facebook pictures. I had never seen it before. It's amazing. And then uh, you've got uh, the current Penn Station, you know, I've got 2020 here, uh, is, 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 is kind of a rat hole, if you would. Um, so you're like, man, they should have kept it. But let's be honest. Progress is needed, John. Okay. And if the old Penn Station was falling apart into a dump, which is they kind of make it sound like that it you know, it was in disrepair. Sure. You get, Let's face it, the garden's been bringing in some dollars over the last 30 years. Oh, yeah. So, I, I don't know where I land on this. Would I like the old Penn Station to be there so I wouldn't literally have to crawl through the <laughs> anus of the city to get on a train? Sure. Uh, is it necessarily the right move? I don't know.
1: But Kinsey, Kinsey's pretty, you know, pretty staunchly, you know, against tearing it down. And he really, you know, I was shocked when I first saw this to see, you know, you have a client coming in Mm -hmm. and it's not that he just disagrees with the client's, um, advertising ideas. He disagrees with the entire project. And that's the
0: reprimand though, in this episode for that. Why did no one take his pants down?
1: Yeah, I'm really surprised that that Don that well, maybe we just we just didn't weren't meant to see
0: Don take his pants down. No, I would have loved that. I um. would have if I was Matt, because I know you listen, Matt, I would have uh I would have given a whole ten minute scene to Don just ripping the shit out of this bearded bastard. <laughs>
1: Good television would have made for good television.
0: I'm just saying, um, people watch the Kardashians because
1: really, all we get is the threat of it, right? Because so we go through the scene. He wants Penn Station to stay there. He's like, "This is a bad idea." And all the all the uh, all the writing and all the uh, uh, articles around town are saying, "Keep Penn Station." And these guys, you know, they, that's really not what they're there to hear. Mm-hmm. And uh, even you know, even the main guy is like, "You got a problem, buddy?" Um, you know, you know, makes it pretty confrontational. Um, and, and Pete, you know, tries to hop in there, you know, we'll, we'll help you out and (laughs) walk him out. My favorite quote
0: from this scene is when Pete's like, if my great, if my great grandfather, Tobias, Pete, what's his name? Would have, would have known when he was, uh, when he landed here on his boat, that this city would have been full of crybabies. He would have turned it back around. If Pete's <laughs> great grandfather would have known who Pete was, he would have killed himself right there. <laughs> Let's just be clear. But uh, I mean, you know, the guys,
1: the guys are pretty bummed out, and actually really <laughs> up, upset, yeah. And I just, would say uh, upset. More upset than bummed, yeah. and uh, you know, just head out. And uh, you, I mean, honestly, I didn't think that this episode would bring them back in. I thought this would be, like you said, more of a a large reprimand for Kinsey than anything. So, yeah. Uh, but but we'll see kind of how this goes, um, and it ends with uh, with Pete making the threat, and I'm going to have to talk to Don, and he says, no, don't 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 tell Don.
0: So, yeah. uh, next thing we know, uh, we see uh, the lovely Betty Monster uh, coming into the office for what we don't know, but she's being escorted to Don's office by Joan, and we're having baby talk. John, uh, Joan gives us a compliment of that she's carrying the baby very well. She's never seen anybody carry a baby so well. And she tells Betty that apparently um, she's on baby watch out once the residency is over.
1: Oh, and I, uh, I like how I like how Betty has carried just the uh, the wonderful tude from the first season all the way into here. Where the oh first my. thing she really says
0: is, "Why don't you just tell me how long I'll be here?" Yeah, thanks, thanks a lot. Yeah, hi to you too. Here's the thing: uh, at this point, she should stand up on a chair and just announce to the office that she's a bitch. Right. I think she's Hey everybody, you know, I'm a heinous bitch. Just want you to know she's she's going to be the founding
1: member member for Bitchapalooza bitcha palooza 63.
0: Oh, is that right? Yes. Is that anything like Lilith Fair? Moving well, on. Uh, yeah. we get to a uh, a scene where where am uh, sorry. Where uh we're in uh Lane Price's office. Um he is talking about what?
1: He's upset about an account. London uh Campbell Soup London. Uh Cut well, him off. Pulled that's... out. Yeah, they lost. And, and uh, the guys are like, what? Who cares? This is another, you know, we lose accounts all the time. But Elaine's bummed out because if, if they had worked with that, then they might have gotten all of Campbell's Soup and said all of Campbell's Soup has gone to BBDO. And and he's frustrated and he's talking about his frustrations. And all Roger can ask is if he ever tries on his suit of armor when he's drunk.
0: <laughs> and I think he did not answer, John, because the answer <laughs> is yes. Let's be Let's be clear. Uh, we then hear five minutes and it turns out that Betty is there to go to dinner with the uh with the prices. Yeah. Yeah, it's very nice. Uh but not before Roger gets the cold shoulder from just about everybody. When Don comes out of the office to pick up Betty, uh, we see everyone kind of just give him the uh meh, I, know. Well, I, mean, I guess everyone's a little upset uh about his um his new shacking up with his uh with his young bride Jane, uh, who, who seems to disappear, I feel like—I guess they just don't want us to hate her as much as as, as much as she's worth, because <laughs> it seems like she should be in more episodes for me to uh, hate on. But she's
1: not. I think you're right. I think they hide her on purpose. Unlike Megan's teeth. Oh my! Yes.
0: Oh my. Foreshadow, John. We then end up at dinner to find that Lane Price's wife Rebecca. Yes. Hates New York, John. They're over by the U.N. She's not liking that. She doesn't like the bugs. She's surprised that we have wine here. Okay. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's, it's a bit obnoxious. Uh, she asks uh, Betty about schools in the area. Well, Betty doesn't know. She doesn't live in the city. Uh, Lane Price tries to change the conversation, as they say, uh, to uh, maybe some work kind of thing. And Don says, I don't think the ladies want to hear that. I believe this scene is just mainly to let us know that uh trouble in paradise, as they say, John, with uh the prices are they are they in paradise uh well, it depends who you talk to
1: <laughs> but yeah, yeah, absolutely. we get to see that uh Rebecca may be more unhappy than Betty. It's a tight race
0: it, <laughs> it is a tight race uh there's no There's no way to test though how much she hates her own children, which would really make it. Uh, comparable. <laughs> Apples to oranges right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> so, so we get to head home. We're going back and, uh, the, the, the anger continues and uh, uh, Don, Don, let's fly the, uh, you know, whatever,
0: whatever's wrong. Tell me now. Just get it out. Well, and, not uh, two minutes after i pa after I've dozed off. John, we find out that the reason for, uh, Betty's, um, poor mood, as they say, is well, Grandpa Jean's not doing so good. Oh, no. What's wrong? I hate to break this to you, but he's he's sounding weird over the phone. And, well, his wife left him. You know, that, well, that hoe he was shacking up with. I forget her name. They weren't even married. They weren't. They were just shacking up, John. They were living in sin, as they say.
1: Yeah, yeah. Gloria was delightfully...
0: Awful. Unintelligent. True. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Not worth our time. And, uh, well, we find out that Betty is asking, nay, telling Don... That uh, her brother Will, uh, the bullshitter, uh, his <laughs> wife and their kids are bringing Papa Gene up for a uh, a visit this weekend. Don is excited, thrilled, uh, to say the least. Uh, he calls he calls Papa Gene a son of a bitch, and uh, Don doesn't. I mean uh, Betty does not uh, does not fight that uh, nickname, but uh, nevertheless they uh, they're they're. they're Coming up to the Draper household,
1: <laughs> and uh, they—that's it, right? That's it. Yeah, that's They're all they coming. say
0: there, John. We then yeah, back um, to work. We, we then get to venture into Roger Sterling's office for I'd like to call a Roger beating. <laughs> so
1: it's not Before. just enough to give him a cold shoulder. But uh, actually, I have to pull out some manner of club and just hit him over the head with it. We um, do, John.
0: Best part of this scene. Let me uh, set it up for you real quick. um... Roger's daughter and his ex-wife... Margaret and Mona. Uh, Margaret come in... Well, and, and I'm sorry, Margaret and who? Mona. Mona. That's right, Mona. I tell you what, I'm Mona's awesome. She I'm is. Going. I really like Mona. Uh, they come into uh, Roger's office, sit down, and Roger has... The, I've never noticed this before. I believe this is just put in here for some weird reason for this scene. Roger has this uh, Romanesque statue. No,
1: I think this is the beginning of the, the Joan decor. I'm sorry, the Jane... Jane anyway, yeah.
0: Roman statue whose butt is 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 toward the camera, and they have Mona, Mona take a take a kind of um, whimsical look at it, yeah, and then look back at Roger. And for some reason, John uh, made me laugh.
1: <laughs> See, I thought the best part is when he Roger says, "Where's Brooks?" This is the Margaret's fiance. Yeah. She so goes, "Well, he's he'll be here later. I don't want him to be embarrassed." He's like embarrassed by the fact I'm paying for everything. <laughs> you know Roger's oh. Roger's taking care of the entire wedding and um and I I don't know I think this is maybe an unfair request on Margaret's part um she's oh, trying... I don't
0: I don't how are you not on Margaret's side
1: again cuz Roger's paying for everything
0: uh yeah he also just broke up with your mom to run around with a girl that's literally the age of your sister
1: no but i'm just saying when you when, when you open the pocketbook and you pay for everything you kind of get what you want
0: uh, John, uh, kids don't like it when their parents break up, especially I, no, I believe... right before their wedding with a woman that is basically your age.
1: So that that wouldn't go down well.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. it sounded as if you got your pen out. No, John, that would not go well. Gotcha. Yeah, I want you to put an asterisk by on each end of that sentence.
1: But what what we also see is the date of the upcoming wedding. We do. Uh, right.
0: Now, here in here in hindsight, we have the benefit of knowing what is to come, John. That date is uh, maybe not the time you want to be getting married that year.
1: Right, right. In fact, it is immediately following the accas- assassination of President Kennedy.
0: Mm-mm. That's not good. That's bad. Uh, I like the invitations she picks out. They're lovely, <laughs> and we uh, we we swing offices from roger Mm -hmm. over
1: to don yeah and we see lane price coming in saying how charming betty was (laughs) so right there right there we know he's not to be trusted
0: um well now hold on uh betty's not that bad when you get her in that situation though i've got to admit i feel like she does do a pretty good uh what are you basing that on every other time they've had to take her to dinner to take who to dinner? Betty? When Betty comes to dinner with Don and with the client she seems like she always does a pretty good job she's very uh, cordial Uh, I don't doubt that she at least did a satisfactory job at dinner (laughs) but other than the quick
1: compliment Lane's uh, Lane's bringing the Madison Square Garden gentleman back into the picture he says Uh that uh, um, our buddy Kinsey kind of dropped a bomb maybe really made a stink indeed and wants Don to ride in and save the day, which you can do. In like, what did he say? Like two hours. <laughs> and and Don, Don's like today, and, and Lane's like, oh, you know, are you are you busy?
0: It's like, okay, you know, he's got to have something to prepare. Indeed, uh, but Don says, "All right, he'll do it." My 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 favorite scene, John, is the next scene. Do you know why? Tell me. Grandpa Jeans, Grandpa Jeans back. He's here. Oh yeah. Uh, they've, they've come in, uh, like we, like we promised, uh, uh, William, uh, the kids, his wife and Grandpa Jean uh, come on in and, uh, Betty's got lunch already, but Grandpa Jean would like a steak, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Well, it's, a, also, it's kind of like a steak hoagie. They've already gone and gotten these sandwiches.
0: Uh, he, he even got one for his non-existent, uh, hoe that he's living with. And when I say living, I mean was living with. Gloria. And, uh, yeah. you know, William's
1: not uh, not terribly nice about it. No. <laughs> uh, pretty much is a jerk and, you know, yells at him that she's not coming back.
0: As if but, he can't uh, hear. Right.
1: Right. Yes. But, um, you know, we find out that, uh, that Grandpa Jean's also on the Coumadin with all of his strokes. The Coumadin, what the does that cu- mean? Cou- Coumadin is a medication that keeps your blood thin, keeps it from clotting, and keeps the amount of strokes you have down. And again, also time correct, it was introduced uh, into the medication world in the 1950s. So at this point, it's already been around a decade, and it's still being used today, both to keep your blood thin and as rat poison.
0: Should I, Oh, really? Should I take some? <laughs> no. Should no, just, no, no. No, I shouldn't? Nope. Bad I news. Mean, oh, have good? you good? Have you had a stroke? I don't, I don't think so. Then no. Do I sound like I have? Sometimes, but not right now. Let's go. Thank you. Uh, we, then, uh, we then get this short little scene where uh, uh, Peggy overhears uh, Joan uh, welcome some clients to the office and be very, very charming, John. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. And uh, it, was, it was just kind of one of those little scenes that, uh, you know, the, I feel like almost these two learn from each other. Uh, but I definitely think Peggy learns a lot more from Joan than, uh, than Joan learns from her. Is that just based on age? No, that's just based on time and talent, John. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> but I yeah, I, talent. yeah, I couldn't agree more. Peggy sees these gentlemen transfixed with Joan, both charm and appearance. And, you know, Peggy walks across the room and doesn't get a glance. And uh, between that and uh, the whole Anne-Margaret thing, she's starting to be like, Yeah, what's, what's going
0: on here? you know she's having trouble because she's got a she's 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 trying to live two worlds where Joan just has to be a charming lady uh Peggy has to al- also be uh al- try to be a charming lady and also be uh a uh a, a, a strong uh business one not just strong
1: i mean you, she's got to be hard as nails to try hard and as succeed
0: a business lady yes and still a charming lady. And, and, and John, I, I feel like that's almost impossible. If I had to be also charming? Yes. No way. Not a chance. Not possible. Not possible. <laughs> not possible. No, that's a tightrope to walk, my friend. Oh, thank you. We then find ourselves uh, at lunch, John. That's right. Uh, lunch to win back Madison Square Garden. Uh, Roger's late, of course. Uh, Don says, what were you doing? What do you, what have you done all week? Uh, Roger tells him how they're bringing him to his knees. Both um, Mona and his daughter. Uh, he says that, uh, though, obviously in Don's eyes, he's made his bed and he should lay in it. And Don says, your word's not mine, pal. Uh, see, there's still a little tension there. Uh, Don disapproving, I, I don't see why. I mean, uh, uh, this could just could just as easily happen to Don. No. Uh, no. It, well, it could, John. I'm not saying it will and I'm not saying it should. I'm only saying it could. Uh, but for some reason uh he's he, he's laying judgment on Roger and Roger's just trying to do his best with it uh, next thing we know the our good friend Edgar it, our good friend Edgar shows up none too happy John and none too willing to uh sit down and have a uh, have a conversation but uh Roger says uh eat our sweet meats drink our wine and gets him to sit down uh long story short John uh Don lays the genius on him but before that, uh, I think this no, was kind of, no. oh, come on, we can take a second. Come on, I'm trying to move this show along.
1: But Ro- Roger, I like it, before the, the Don genius says that, uh, you know, he's sorry that apparently one of our guys, Kinsey, made a Yetta Walenda-sized misstep. All right. Did you catch that?
0: I did catch that.
1: So uh, apparently in uh, April of 63, uh, mm-hmm. this, this one of the flying Walendas fell uh, 50 feet after mm. missing uh, her step on the acrobats. And, uh, and died. And died. Yeah. Oh my. And she was the third of the Flying Wilendas to die in a in the span of a year. Oh my god. So I, I guess they weren't the, really the Flying Wilendas. They were more the Falling Wilendas.
0: <laughs> <of that laughs> yes, sir.
1: But 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 after that little like joke, Roger okay. goes, "I've done all I can." Yeah. Don.
0: <laughs> it's always got. It's always got John. Uh, Don lays on him uh, probably the um, the biggest concept uh that we have uh it's repeated uh in the largest way in season four which is if you don't like the conversation change it uh it's a great advice i'm not sure how you do it uh don tells him uh the way to get people to uh love madison square garden is to do like it is in california john everything's fresh and new and clean and people are full of hope Position Madison Square Garden as the new New York City, John, because New York City is in decay. It's in decay. But he, he, he does this a little more
1: subtly than you just did. Oh, all right. And uh, in such a way that Edgar, you know, orders some food. He's uh, interested as long as the radical communist is not involved. I agree. You agree?
0: agree with you there, Edgar. We then go back to the Draper household. Where we see uh, Grandpa Jean sitting in with the kids watching the ball game, John and uh, Betty and William are having a bit of a discussion about what to do with the old man. As I said, yeah, William
1: comes up with the idea of looking into a, a home, the Parker home in New Brunswick, halfway between the two families, mm-hmm. where uh, you know he'd be taken care of. And Betty's like, you know, he, that's that's not that's for the people that are have no families, indeed. And you know, William makes a point that he's very sick. Um, it might be a good place to go and uh, Betty's convinced that this is all about the house and he has no uh, no intentions of doing what's best for Gene which I can't really tell I can't get a feel do you think that well, Betty's correct you think that's no, right yes okay. that's completely correct that's okay.
0: completely correct we see that uh Don come home later that night uh he checks in on Grandpa Gene maybe to say hello maybe to just in a whimsical way hope he's dead
1: <laughs> make sure the walls are still standing
0: Grandpa Jean says, Thanks for the great accommodations. He's kind of up in the spare room on a cot. And uh, Dan says, You're an army man. <laughs> Pull down your socks and grab something?
1: No, no. <laughs> bend over.
0: What? No, he doesn't say that. What?
1: No, it's, anyway, Oh, yes, yeah,
0: drop your socks. Drop your socks and grab something. Uh, Grandpa Jean thinks this is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> beautiful exchange. He then goes into uh, into his room where uh, Betty is uh, smoking on the bed, uh, fire hazard, and uh, tells him, why do you bring your coat up here? It's full of soot. Anyway, this and that. Uh, Poor exchange, John. Yeah. Uh, We then get to uh, the room with Willie, and uh, they're in bunk beds. And I I think he does make a bit of a valid point, uh, living with uh, Grandpa Gene. Not so much pleasant. Sure. Yeah, he's well. I mean, as said earlier in the show, he is a bit of a son of a bitch.
1: Grandpa genius.
0: No? Yes. Yeah. Well, just to keep things moving, John, we yep. then move. We then move to uh, Peggy's beautiful Brooklyn apartment. By the way, it was huge. Actually, she is getting ready for bed, John. Uh, in 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 what I dare to say, uh, non sexy nightgown. Yep. Uh she's alone, so let's not uh That's not that big of a leap. Let's not judge. Right. She, I do not understand the blue satin bow though. I mean we are sleeping here, John. This isn't a contest. <laughs> uh, I think we, it looks like that's built in though. I think that's just I, how yeah, it's I made. Don't, yeah, I do. I, 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 I don't think she did <laughs> that. <on>. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh she she looks in the mirror and starts singing a little bye bye birdie, thinking, is that how I would be sexy? Uh, the answer is no. Don't ever do that. Uh, bit of a strange scene. Kind of well, no, I, I think it's completely illustrating the point that you just made earlier. Yeah. She needs to, she needs to be a sexy lady, John. Yeah. She <laughs> wants to be. Indeed. Uh, we then find ourselves in Don's office, and I believe we're talking about uh, the Madison Square Garden account, because we got it back!
1: Yeah, there's a there's a meeting for the TV. Kinsey's even involved in the project, but Don wants him to keep a low profile. The, yeah. Which I didn't understand that at all. Well, um, I
0: mean, you got work to do. He's yeah. to
1: do it. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, and, and then unfortunately, we get the giant wet blanket in the form of Price walking oh, no. through the door. Giggies. He kicks everyone out. Everybody's yeah. excited, super excited. And he's like, yeah, you know, London doesn't think it's a good idea because you'd have to commit too many people to it for $200,000 in billings. Mm-hmm. And I think Don drops a little knowledge on him for some future earnings, saying that this could be really, a you know, a, an
0: incredible foothold mm-hmm. Into future business. Thirty years of business, John. Thirty years of business. God, the World's Fair is coming up. For Christ's sake. Yeah,
1: and and uh, you know this is one of those things where Lane doesn't really. I, I I feel like he he could, you know, make a decision in this point and say you know what, this is a good move, and he just doesn't, yeah. and and no, he doesn't. It
0: shows. It shows, it shows he's a shield for the man, John. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Don, uh, Don, as you say, blows up and uh, not good. Uh, when he opens the door to let uh, Lane Price out, he sees Peggy. Peggy comes in with the storyboards for uh, the patio "Bye Bye Birdie" disaster. Uh, the art on the storyboards is really cool, by the way. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, you see that? Yeah, those illustrations are effing awesome. I would, I wouldn't mind having a few of those. But it's just fun because
1: Don's so bummed about the Madison Square Garden news, and and he's like, "Yeah, of course." Who doesn't want to drink something that sounds like a floor? I mean, he's just a little. Just I do. I do I literally
0: thing. do not understand the name patio
1: at all. I, I don't either, but I, again, it's it's actually accurate. That's
0: what but then do. again, did you understand the name Nintendo Wii? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's it's still better than patio. Yes, uh, they go in the other room to yet again watch the shrill demonic voice of Anne Margaret uh, screeching. Um, and Don's on board. He says that's what they want. Makes sense. You know? The whole Peggy, men want Peggy her, voices. women want to be her. Yeah, Sorry Peggy voices her, her concern. Right. That we're speaking uh, the wrong language to the wrong people. And, uh, Don's not hearing it. And she's upset.
1: And now here, Maybe you can help me out with this little uh, draperism. He okay. ends the scene by saying, leave some tools in your toolbox. Uh, what What is Peggy's toolbox, and what Should she leave in there?
0: Can you give me a little more context?
1: That's, I mean, that's how this scene ends. That is the context. She expresses her concern. He says that, you know, this is how it works. Men want her, women want to be her. And she's still distraught. And he ends with that line, leave some tools in your toolbox.
0: I don't know. Nothing. No, I'm not, I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure what you mean by that. Listeners, help us out. Yeah somebody I'm you're all yeah let's let's be honest they're smarter than me but well, that's that's honest indeed we then find ourselves in the elevator with Roger Sterling and uh and uh Peggy and there's a short little exchange there if you'd like to explain it John yeah
1: well it's, it's you know Roger's just really still bumming about the the wedding and and how Margaret's looking at him right now not that I mean like you were saying before not that it can be a big surprise and mm-hmm. he's just asking Petty, you know hey Hey, uh, hey, you, you're young, uh, you know, what, uh, what would your father do for you to not want him at your wedding? And uh, she says that, uh, well, my father's dead. You know, see, you'd do anything for him.
0: <sighs> yeah, that's kind of funny. We then, uh, we then see, uh, Peggy, uh, come back to Brooklyn. Well done. And uh, instead of just going home like she normally does, she goes into this. Very full, very popular uh, uh, bar, thinking to herself, I'm going to find myself a man to hmm. mess around with for the evening. Well, no, this,
1: this is where she's going to, you know, come out of the phone booth in the new outfit of the sexy lady.
0: Oh, using her feminine wilds? As a oh, yes. All I of see. them. Maybe those, awesome. are the, maybe those are the tools. I'm going to use all of them. Fair enough. Oh, maybe those are the tools. Maybe you just figured your own question out. Wait a minute. Were you just saying that to test me? Not a chance. You are a, bastard. You are a <laughs> bastard.
1: But before we see her successes or failures at the bar, we mm-hmm. get to go home and see um, see William plunging the sink.
0: By, what is he doing? And what he's is like, he doing? Dude, like, he turns it down. He's like, I got it. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm sure you did, <laughs> and I'm sure you do. Will. Uh, my problem is this: uh, what happened in that sink? But I will say that I have plunged a sink myself. Just not the kitchen sink. Okay. Just so you know. Just so you know that people do that. But even, in, even in today's world, John, people still plunge sinks. But we, have it, not, we have not gotten technology to get past that problem.
1: But I think, you know, this is kind of, the, the, whole, the whole scene is what makes Don just kind of, you know, get fed up and have had enough. Because he sees William plunging the sink, Gene eating, the kids watching TV, the, the, the wife uh, setting the table. And then Betty comes downstairs, very upset, yeah. um, with the whole situation. And uh, you know, you can just see it in his face. Where this is it. This yeah. is ridiculous. Even uh, you know, you know, before they even go in and talk, that this is the end for William.
0: I love how he's constantly yelling at William as if he's a child. Right. Well, I think I think that you know, this is what wins the argument
1: for him. I mean, he's physically intimidating.
0: We yeah. go into the uh, we go into the den. Literally, uh, uh, Kate and I were watching this episode this weekend, and we we watched we watched this scene three times in a row. <laughs> it's so hilarious when they go in, and Williams like, "Oh, look at this globe. How old's that?" And Don's I don't even know how 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 John Ham says this delivers this line so well. The I don't care line, yeah. When he's talking, it's it. I I can't reproduce it. I'm not an actor, but I can't reproduce it. It's it's wonderful. And then he just, he, go, he, he he proceeds to tell William what he's going to do. And when he tells William the options, William says, I'll think about it. And Don does not give him the option to think about it. He says, listen, your father's going to move in here. You're going to go out there and tell them that this was your idea. And oh, you're yeah. going to leave tonight. And you're going to leave the car. He's like, how do and, I get home? <laughs> and he tells him there's a trade in two hours. <laughs> and, and, and William William Oh the best move William is so mad and so helpless That he does like a child stomp Oh yeah he, uh, that, he clenches his fist and stomps on the ground And it is hilarious
1: Well, then he ends it with a whole You want him? You got him oh, <laughs> And then I don't the know if you, if you freeze it right at uh, 35 40 you'll see him Just completely break down and sob
0: it's, it's my favorite. This, this could be my favorite scene of television history.
1: And then Don, I, I love how this plays out. Because you know they do a nice job with the cameras. Don goes to just grab the paper. Gene keeps playing the cards. And you get to see the interaction through the doorway. Where he yeah. calls his wife over and he calls Betty over and explains. Kind of explains how he had this brilliant thought. Um, now, and do, you then, th- do you
0: think Don just did this because it was uh, it was like kind of a cut your losses kind of situation? Absolutely. It was like either I do the if I don't do this, Betty's going to be pissed off all the time because she's going to be worrying about her dad. And it's going to be mad. absolutely, and she uh, she
1: gives him a very grateful you know look before they come into the yeah coming to the kitchen. So and uh, but I gotta
0: say, I mean, you know, uh, as we find out, uh, Grandpa Gene is maybe on a short time clock. But, I mean, he could have lived for a long time. Right, yeah, you, you have no idea. You have no idea how, how much Grandpa Gene time Don could have had to deal with. Right, and, you know, I
1: mean, at this point, he doesn't seem to be mm-hmm. real, real excited, but again, we you know, we know he's not completely in his right mind. Um, no,
0: no. Uh, Grandpa Gene's not too uh, excited by any of this. Uh, he He makes it seem as if, um, everyone's plotting and scheming against him, John.
1: But, um, yeah, the, the animals are running the zoo, and I should have been the first to go, and you know, really upsetting to Betty. But, you know, again, I think this was the right move from a Don standpoint.
0: Can I, um, can I just call something out? Yeah, go uh, for it. William's wife, what's her name? Uh, is it Lois? Maybe. She's, she's so wonderful. Oh, I'm she's sorry, so nice. it's Judy. Judy, so nice. So nice. And, by the way, in this episode, uh, Betty picks on her. But,
1: I mean, you know, I, I
0: think Betty would pick on anything nice or not nice. That's true. I want, and I, this isn't is a deleted scene. If you've got the DVDs, you'll see this. They, there's a deleted scene where she literally ate a live rabbit. Oh. There's a live little baby bunny, and she bit its head off. Oh. Yeah. I wonder yeah. why they yeah. cut that. No, check season two deleted scenes. All right. It's, am- it's amazing. Amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> well, we head back to the Brooklyn bar, and we see the uh, the human mouth. Uh, talking with Peggy. Did, did did they even say this kid's name? No, I don't even think they say his name. Uh, he he literally he looks like he's eighteen. Yeah. Uh, he's eating as if he's never seen food before. Like, oh wait a minute, the, the waitress said I should just stuff this at my face right. until it's gone. <laughs> uh, it's I I don't know. I feel like I I feel like even Peggy could have done better than this uh, this little guy. He's a shrimpy little dude. Yeah. Of course. Uh, well, the uh, the great scene is uh, you know they, they ask ask you know, they ask each other what they do. He says he's in he's at Brooklyn College. He's going to graduate. He was going to be a well he was going to be an engineer.
1: Wait, no, he was going to do he was in pre law and he switched to engineering. Pre-law. That's right.
0: The world's being run by robots, John. You might as well be the guy building them. Now, do you ever you ever walk by, walk by Brooklyn College? No, I, it's not uh it's not close. Cuz it's
1: uh, apparently it's still in existence. It's still a yeah. thing. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, it's still around, sure. I don't go there.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Um but uh you know it's it Peggy does her best to come off as super into him, grabs a bite at the uh the hamburger, says mm-hmm. uh or he says you're funny and she gives him a big smile and all of a sudden we're back at the apartment. Yeah, making out, John. You yeah, well, here. yeah.
0: Getting closer.
1: I think the term is aggressive canoodling. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is that the term? That's, well, it's a two-word uh, term.
0: This little guy, he goes, he goes for the move, John. Uh, let's let's be fair. He 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 may be stupid, but uh, uh, he's aggressive. And uh, Peggy says uh, something uh, that she can't, and so he's like, "Well, then maybe I should go home." And then she says, "There are other ways." What are those ways, John? Could you explain those to me and the listeners? Yeah,
1: the first one that comes up and you <laughs> might catch this on the right side of the screen. He has twister. Answer so that... <laughs> that
0: what what's what? <laughs> Way number two
1: <laughs> that's all I got.
0: Oh, that's all you got. Uh, apparently he also has Domino's. dominoes very nice uh he has he has some he has some literature they could read together.
1: But the, uh, the two of them are kind of left to their own devices as we head back home. And uh, we, see, we see Betty uh, awoken by some uh, unexpected noise in the house. Uh-huh. And she and uh, Don head downstairs and we see Gene dumping all the liquor, getting rid of it all. And uh, obviously delusional that someone is going to be coming.
0: He's worried about some kind of raid. And uh, Oh, wait a minute. So this wasn't during Prohibition? This was not during Prohibition. This was not during Prohibition. Okay. But he might have been flashing back. Hence why
1: there's liquor on every desk in the office. Everywhere.
0: Ah, man, I feel so stupid. (laughs) No, not a couple
1: decades after Prohibition. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, and then, so after after that, we get uh, back to Brooklyn for a second. Peggy getting dressed. has to go for work. You know, she's like, that was fun. And, um, you know, Mr. Hungry Face.
0: It looks as if, John, uh, during their Twister game. Yeah they had they had maybe twisted out of their clothing and fallen on a pull out bed yeah yeah no is that how is that how it happens when you play twister well he won <laughs> <laughs> clearly uh. i mean he
1: expresses interest saying you know that you know that uh that he hangs out at that place a lot kind of just a, a you know a way to say it'd be nice you know you could see me again if you want to and that won't happen so oh no
0: Oh, oh, God, no! I He's want a robot you know, like, so, shot.
1: so. Do you think this was like a a satisfying evening for Peggy? Is this like she proved to herself? Yes, I can be desirable. If it's,
0: I think this was what I think this is what doctors would call a dry run.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Moving on, we find ourselves then, John, out of doors, if you will. Uh, the sun is shining. Uh, there's a maypole. Would this be May? This is May, yeah, this would be May in the summer months, getting closer, and John, for the first time, we had no idea what we were in for. no, we didn't we run we run into Sally's teacher, who may I point out has crazy face so bad it broke my ipod and and my television
1: Oh, I missed that. are you serious? Yeah,
0: I had just fixed it from the uh from the singing from ann margaret what? what's her what's and her then, crazy face? her face. Oh. Like you just knew crazy was a coming. Did you uh, not? I did not. No. Oh, I could I I could hear I could hear the crazy. I didn't even have to put my ear down to the rail.
1: <laughs> Don's looking dapper in his classic bomber
0: shades. Oh, they're awesome. We both we uh, by by the way, uh, list uh listener, uh, you can imagine uh both John and I wearing those right now. We always wear them during the recording of the episode.
1: Makes it more uh, just authentic, to get into character. Yes.
0: Yeah, just to feel more like we're part of it. Speaking of feeling, Don gets a feel of some fresh grass as he's watching the crazy teacher uh, dance around the maypole with the children.
1: And it was—I mean—the way they do this with the—the the way they drop the music out. Yeah. I just—the uh, whole thing was, what? What is this? What is this? It's a little
0: bit. It's a little bit creepy, John. I couldn't it's agree more. A little. It's a little creepy. Not to mention she's she's crazy,
1: but the, again I don't I don't know what he's doing. Is he appreciating like the I think growth of the is grass it, or
0: is it just is it just the, the nature uh, being? With it's, nature? A, it's a nature thing. All I right, think. it's it's the you know she's barefoot. Yeah, I my my I don't have gloves on. <laughs> 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 Let's connect through the grass. <laughs> Um,
1: and, and thankfully that, that comes to an end finally. And mm-hmm. we see a, a little family
0: picture time. We do get a family photo. Yes.
1: With, uh, with the, the whole drapers, including right. grandpa Jean.
0: Well, and, and, and Bobby seven. And by, by Bobby, seven. <laughs> I consider this Bobby seven. There's, <laughs> been, there's been 15 of them.
1: And that brings us to the end. We get to the office. Don yep. walks in, sees Peggy already in the office. Uh, she says, Hey, you want to talk about Pampers? They get right Mm -hmm. to work.
0: They do. And what what was that look that he gave her when he walks in? Because he walks in, he sees her in her office working away. What does that look about?
1: Uh, You know, I think there might be something to do with her, you know,
0: her thoughts about
1: the patio and how, you know, going about that. And and how, you know, the, um, you know, how the whole episode, you know, you kind of open up with this, uh, you know, young, energetic, attractive, but with a very shrill voice and you end with this, you know, young, energetic, uh, horsey face. Uh, so you, you know, there's, there's definitely something to be said for, you know, young, attractive, but there's always something wrong.
0: Horsey face.
1: Isn't that what you're saying? Oh, crazy
0: face. Crazy. No, crazy. Not horsey. Nothing horsey. Sarah Jessica Parker is not in this. Oh, oh really? I- <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Somebody had to, uh, and that's the, uh, and that's the show, John. A, uh, that was a great well show. Done. Yes. Well done. Uh, may I say, uh, as, as, as host of this show, uh, you did a great job.
1: Oh, well, thank you. I just try to follow your lead. Ah,
0: thank you. Beautifully. Beautifully executed. Now, John. Yeah. Uh, I know. <clears throat> listen. Can I be frank with you? Uh, at this point, I'm only speaking to you and the listeners. Um, has anything happened during the off season? I mean, do people still email us? Do people even care that we're here? I tell you what, people love it. They, they love, love it. it.
1: They love it. If you if have you want to check over? out, let's have, let's let's wait, let's, huh? let's keep what? the bu- where huh? Stop. Hold the hold the button for the bag. We'll we'll jump to our our good friends at the Facebook.
0: Oh, okay.
1: We have passed. Get this. We have passed to. over
0: six hundred and fifty. What's that? What? Th- Are you kidding me? Thousand. Six? <laughs> Wait, we're at six hundred and sixty-five thousand?
1: No. No. But that you know, that's someday.
0: We're at six thousand.
1: <laughs> or or you know, that that's coming too. But no, we ha yeah. we have the, the 650 oh. six hundred and fifty friends. Six sixty.
0: Six sixty Actually, John, I think I I looked today and it did drop down to six fifty-eight.
1: Well. Anyways, they love us. So, but we, we've, had, <laughs> we've had a lot of posts, people interested in the next episode, people, yeah. like I said, there were some pictures of the original Penn Station, which was mm. fascinating. There was more talk um, about
0: how I, I sound like Adam Carolla. We up. even
1: had a review in French.
0: What? Wait, what? Yeah. What? What? In, in French. Where? Check it out. On what?
1: The, well, there's a, it's a review of the show of Matt Weiner. It's an, It's an interview Matt Weiner did, but it's written in French.
0: Well... What, what am I going to do with that
1: I don't know you can well first you could thank Helene for putting it up
0: or he- I'm thanking or Helen thanking no one John because no. I think everyone knows how this show feels about the french oh
1: let's let's you know can't we do this like you know Paul expresses his own opinion and is not representative of <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that no. of the Paul, show or anyone else Paul affiliated is, with it Paul
0: is solely represented by the show and everyone on it.
1: But we got a lot of great interest there. And, and, and now, now I will allow you to open our mailbag.
0: Mm-hmm. Burp, 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 burp. All right. Bag.
1: Yeah. Uh, we, we, actually, we, got, we got quite a few emails uh, since the last show. We got one from our friend Jason. Loves a podcast. Been listening mm-hmm. since the beginning. Just wanted to drop a quick note. If you still think the actor who plays Bobby is worthless, check out Lil Bill O'Reilly on YouTube. You'll be glad you did. Uh, I don't I don't think I've checked that out.
0: I checked it out. Yeah, I wasn't that glad. Oh no, sorry about that, man. Oh no,
1: I, we still appreciate Jason the uh, oh, yeah. the effort. Um, and uh, we got a, uh, our friend Willie uh, that writes in. Great job on the podcast. Um, and it was oh, actually, I'm sorry. I, these last two we we got two last time. This was this this was the actual uh, heading down for uh, abortions to Puerto Rico. Um, but. Uh, what I did, these, these are the new ones then from the last one. Um, we got one from uh, our good friend Hugh, or yeah, Hug. I know. Uh, know hug, yeah, yeah, it says, don't worry about running what? out of what? nicknames. Uh, you were worried about that last time. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and says he would like to get in on the meetup. And uh, won't oh, do anything Hug, you crazy. Hug, you
0: aren't coming to a meetup? Are you kidding? <laughs> Hug, where are you at? I don't even know where Hug lives.
1: And uh, and then our last one, which we just got today, was fantastic. Some more art oh, right. that we're Ooh. going to be putting up. Uh, yep. This is from uh, our our good friend, apparently long time listener, really enjoys the show, and is a resident of Belfast, Ir- Northern Ireland. Neil,
0: Northern Ireland. Neil writes in, get out of here,
1: and uh, really. You know, again, we'll, we'll put these up. Some great, great images. Uh, he actually does illustrating for a living. It's called Hand Drawn Creative, and uh, we'll put the link up as well. So, Neil,
0: may I say a oh, beautiful job. I enjoyed them immensely, and thank you for emailing them. Yes, messages. that's awesome, and we're, we, we love that. Stuff. And
1: I've been remiss; we have not gotten some images up from the last time, uh, including the the new uh, Deuce Crew magazine, which is available on the website. But we'll get those up on Facebook
0: this week. Oh, and always visit the website, ladies and gentlemen. It's madmenrecap.com. Uh, there, everything is there. All the episodes are uh, are there for you to listen to. And so we uh, we very much recommend you go check it out.
1: Excellent. Excellent work, my friend. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Uh, Twitter, you can follow us. We post when we do our shows. It's Mad Men Recap. Please follow us on Facebook as well. If you haven't signed up yet, I don't know what you're doing with your life. You're obviously making huge mistakes and bad choices. <laughs> and uh, um. we'd like we'd like to see you end that by signing up. It just search for us a um, Madman recap. It's a fan page and you're going to love it because we have a lot of good participes. Thanks for listening everybody. Oh, we're done. Okay. Dr. Dr. Lair, everybody, we'll see you <laughs> next time. All right, bye-bye. Bye.